You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's the music that means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. Whatever the problem is, we got the pet professionals standing by, ready and willing to help you out no matter what the problem is. Pet professionals, here we go. Like that guy sitting up in the corner. Hey, I'm Brian Donovan, and uh, is it hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Coming down little, with something. Going around the Brady Bunch circle with the big headphones on. Oh, that would be me, Matt Fox. Hey, good a- good afternoon. <laughs> in podcast world, yes. And uh, showing her uh, rock and roll pride there. Yes, Samantha, that's me. Hey. Rock and roll pride. <laughs> Sam Nork. And, oh, uh, the- um, Animal Talk, it is, <laughs> it is America's Pet Show. Uh, helping people with their pets, that's uh, what we're all about. Having some fun along the way. And uh, we got a guest today, guys. I was telling you about that, that we had a guest coming up. And uh, she's on the phone with us already. Cherie Curry. Uh, the name might be familiar for you because Cherie uh, Curry, she was, uh, she's been in the rock and roll scene for, for since like people were like Sam size. Yes. <laughs> hey, Since James. We, hey, Cherie. Thanks for uh, joining us here on uh, Animal Talk. We really appreciate it. Well, I really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much for having me. So, Cherie, uh, a member of the the Runaways, uh, just uh, an amazing lineup of uh, powerful young ladies um, that just tore it up. Uh, Sam, we turned, we were, we we told Sam, Sam's a huge, you can see, well, you can't see cause you're not on the thing, but, uh, Sam's got her <laughs> oh, blink. I can see. Oh, fair play. I can see you guys. Oh, right on. All right. So Sam, we can't see you, Sheree. Because I wouldn't let you. Ah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. So Sam is, uh, Sam is, uh, our, our resident rock and roll expert. And we, I we, have to say I've been carving, so I'm covered in sawdust <laughs> and all that. Oh, that's yeah, so cool. Ooh, Cause yeah, there, there so was, that's why you're not seeing me. There was so many things that we wanted to talk to you about and the, and the carving is, is part of it, but it just, the storied musical uh, history that, that you have with the runaways and uh, just uh, the amazing rock that you guys produced and just the, 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 all, everything that branched out from there. Uh, your musical career has continued um, recently doing some uh, duets with Bree Darling, right? Bree Darling, uh, the motivator you just put out. And now you have a new album, a new solo album coming out uh, this month, right? I do on the 28th. It's yeah. Uh, Boulevards yeah, of Splendor. Boulevards of Splendor. Yeah. So I just I fired it up. I had a link to it and I fired it up. It's it's a flamethrower. It blew my face off. It was uh <laughs> that first track just uh really just jumped out. It was uh and you got a couple people playing on you got Slash, a couple of the Guns N' Roses guys, right? Slash Oh, it's so cool. And Duff. Uh it's called Mr. X. And that one I just uh, when I kicked it off, I was like, Whoa, hey, all right, here we go. Uh it's just a little bit of a like I said, a flamethrower, just really uh enjoying it. Um so you've been working on this uh the Boulevards of Splendor for how long now? What was the what got you started working on this piece? Well, Matt Sorum is the reason why this record happened. Uh he he was kind enough to drum for me when I opened for Joan Jett and the Blackhearts at Pacific Amphitheater in Orange County. And that was, I believe, in 2010. And uh, he said, we've got to make a record. And of course, I was kind of like, oh, come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, but he, he, he knew that this, something really wonderful could happen. So I trusted him. And um, Kenny Laguna wanted to be the, uh, the record company, Blackheart. And so... I said yes. And of course, Matt brought all these amazing people on board, Billy Corgan and of course, uh, you know, Slash and Duff and the Veronicas and Brody Dale and Juliet Lewis. And uh, it, it, it really was an amazing time in my life. But again, we started this record 10 years ago. Yeah, that's what I thought. You were doing some promotions for uh, the movie Runaways, right? The Runaways movie. And uh, that's right. kind of when things kicked off on this uh, this concept. Um, well, you know, opening for Joan kind of changed things a little bit because I hadn't been on stage really in years. But it was a very magical night. And uh, 
there was a couple agents there that felt that I should continue doing it. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Well, I got I got to tell you, given given a listen to Boulevard of Splendor, it's uh, it's 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 got that vintage sound to it, and yet uh, it's not it's not stale. Um, you have a couple of the old tracks in there. Um, you, Queens of Noise, right? You mentioned that Juliet Lewis and the Veronicas helped you out on some. It was the uh, 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 Queens of Noise, right? That was an original Runaways one. Right, and Brody Dale did a duet with me on that song. All right, yeah, it's uh, just I, I dug. I just I, I worked my way through the whole thing this afternoon, and uh, I, I really really enjoyed it. Now, so the Runaways, the story has been told a bunch of times, right through through books and and through through movies and documentaries. Which one would you say got it right? Oh. Well, my book got it right. <laughs> Neon Angel got it right. Um, you know, otherwise, I don't think there has. Of course, it's it's just my perspective. Of, you know, it, it comes from my experience. And I know that my experience was what it was. Um, I'm sure it's different from Lita's and Jones and Sandy's. Uh, so, you know... With with the Runaways movie, they they were able to take a little bit of you know license, creative license with it. Um, it wasn't like it was so wrong, but you know, like me wearing the corset in Japan for the first time. I mean, I started with that corset right out the gate, basically. So little things like that that I didn't quite understand why we couldn't have just told it the way it really happened. But you know, that's showbiz, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's so all right. So your book. Um, when did you write your When did you write your book? Well, was- Neon Angel, the paperback. It was a young adult book from Price, Stern, and Sloan, and that was their first young adult book, and it came out in 1989. And that was really the book that they uh, took for the film. And then while we were making the film, I was writing the adult version with Tony O'Neill, which came out when the movie came out. Neon Angel, uh, uh, Portrait of a Teenage Runaway, I believe it is. Because it has been touted as as one of the best rock and roll biographies uh, available, um, so definitely, definitely, is it still uh, still available uh, on the on the on the online booksellers <laughs> and uh, wherever fine uh, digital books are sold? I'm sure. Yes, yes, it is definitely um, the the original one, which was Neon Angel, the Cherie Curry story. I actually own the last of those small paperbacks. Uh, so that's a collector's item, and I have a few boxes stowed away mm. that I give to people here or there. And you know, it's so well written with Neil Schusterman. and he's such a talent. And Tony O'Neill's an amazing talent too. I mean, he was able to bring me from a young girl. I was only in my you know mid twenties when I wrote it with uh, with uh, Neil Schusterman to rewriting it. You know at fifty. So, you know, you get a whole lot more brave as you get older. And um, and I just decided that I was going to write this book. Uh, I mean, I wanted to name names, everything else. HarperCollins wasn't really hip on that. Yeah. But um, but I, I pulled out all the stops. I mean, as ugly as it is, you have to. You know, you just can't candy coat this stuff which I had to do in the young adult book. So, there, yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite a ride. There's some challenging stories to tell that today with the whole Me Too movement uh, would be easier to tell and much more supported than I imagine uh, the message you were trying to share at, at that time. It's, uh, it was, a, ch- it was a, a, a challenging adventure you guys were on, that is for sure. Very true, yes. And it was a different time. Yeah. You know, the 70s was just completely different. Uh, it's, I mean, I, I don't know how old you are. I'm 60. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of these young teenage girls wanted to date the older men. Threw them, we threw ourselves at older men. I mean, it's just kind of like that just happened to be the mentality of that time. 
so, and we need to get that message out more. Come on, young lady. Well, no. Know yourself at older men. Well, it's true, though. It's I mean, an empowerment it's, you, statement. Can't, you can't deny the truth. I mean, you know, when you're a young teenage girl and an older guy pays attention to you back then, you know, I mean, yeah, sure. we, it was it was awesome. And plus, it was a lot of drugs involved. I'm sure that helped. Right. Um, right. But. But the thing is, is that that was that was what was happening at that time. And, um, you know, to go back 40 years and start pointing fingers and all that is not, in my point of view, not a positive thing to do. Because, you know, you can't just, you can't pick and choose if you're a victim here or there. It's just, just you just can't, you know. Not only um, that, I mean, if you're going to go back 30, 40 years, um we all did stupid things back then. Really? Do you want to be beholden to, 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 to that sort of thing? I mean, come on. Hell no. I mean, I, uh, that's the thing is that I take responsibility for everything that I've done in, with my life. I mean, even the kidnapping, to be honest. I mean, I had that gut feeling that something was wrong. I didn't listen to my gut. I didn't listen. And had I listened, I wouldn't have gotten in that car. And so the thing is, is I have to take responsibility for that. You know, we have to listen to that inner voice that we all have that guides us, whether you want to call it a spirit guide or whatever you want to call it. That voice is always right, whether it's telling you to leave a particular job to go do something else that, you know, you've got to listen because it has not steered me wrong. That's a pretty powerful statement. Of course, we have a pretty powerful lady here on the, uh, on the show. And, uh, you know, that's, that's why I got my Detroit hat. I had to step up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're talking about Lita Ford and Joan Jett <laughs> and Cherie. Yeah. And then I see Jamie with his Detroit shirt. It's like, man, I got to step up. And then your cat jumps on your lap like, like you're a big, fat sissy. And it's just like, come on, you just ruined it, Jamie. We got to step up. I do. Step I, up I, our I game, do. guys. I do, Cherie. Uh, with Boulevards of Splendor, are you gonna are you gonna take this party on the road? What's uh, what's the plan for uh, after the release here, April twenty eighth? Well, I think we just have to at least do you know some spot shows, particular places like Los Angeles, and maybe take it to Chicago. Detroit is one of my favorite places. Cleveland, I would love it. Yeah. You know, we're just gonna have to see. I mean, the world is kind of changing a little bit right at this moment. Yeah. Uh, and it's so funny. I was actually in line at Costco yesterday and <laughs> this younger guy that was freaking out behind me, he just was freaking out, you know, and I turned it, I said, you know what, you know what we're experiencing right now? This is something you're going to tell your great grandkids about. And then you sneezed on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I was, I was wearing a face mask, so I don't think I would have been very threatening. But, but the thing is, is it's, you know, I try to take away from it and look at what is happening and don't be afraid. I mean, fear gets you absolutely nowhere. Amen. Yeah. You yeah. know, just roll with it, watch it, experience it, because this is a once in a lifetime deal. What, what's going right. on right now. And we're going to get through it just fine. So, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I heard uh, the, uh, the founder of Home Depot, um, he's 92 years old. And he's like, come on, you know, look, think about what this guy has seen, you know, the, the Great Depression, World War II, Korea, you know, uh, all sorts of. And he said, you know, we got to get this country back to work. This, this too shall pass, you know, and that's the um, I, I think that's the wisdom of age. If we, you know, we don't have anything else. I mean, we, we lose our good well, looks. We lose everything, but we, we do gain wisdom. And we, we absolutely do. And you know what? All they've got to do is test people for antibodies. That's what yeah, they got to do yesterday absolutely. because the, you, you get, you, you know, who is doesn't have to go around with a mask on and right. knows that they're, they've got some kind of immunity because otherwise, you know, people are walking around thinking that there's a monster around every corner that's going to kill them. And so you've just got to, because I, I believe I actually had it in early uh, February. Oh, I was sick probably of did. I'll bet you. Life. I'll bet yeah. you're going to find out a lot of people, millions of people, had it and have yeah. the antibodies to it. And you're going to see that it's, uh, you know, it's going to become one of those seasonal things. And we just, um, I think, a lot of good medicine will come out of it. And and like you said, maybe the antibody tests will be more available, and people will know when they're, you know, when maybe they should stay home from work or uh, just, you know, what they've had, what they haven't had. That unknown, I think, is what scares people. Yeah. Of course. 
course. So, Cherie, yeah, you when you came to town last, you played the uh, Magic Bag in, in Ferndale. So I'm really hoping you uh, you hit the Detroit market once uh, people are allowed to play in public again. I love the Magic Bag. I I went and played the Magic Bag. Actually, just, oh man, did we lose her? She just cut out there. Oh no, oh, no. a record hadn't come out yet. I go out. Me? Right, yeah, we we Am lost you for about 15 seconds. You're back. Oh, well, I love the Magic Bag because I actually played there with um, my original band that did the record, uh, Boulevards of Splendor. And it was just, I just love it. And so I did it with, with Bree as well. It's another great night. And I definitely want to come back. I, I love playing the Magic Bag. All right, we'll uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely be uh, lurking. We'll have Sam come out and take photos. She's an amazing yes. concert <laughs> photographer, uh, so we'll have her come take Hi, some Sam. pictures. Hi, <laughs> yeah, I, I I caught your little interview when you didn't know who I was, and I'm thinking, well, of course you would know who I am. She's a child. <laughs> <laughs> I was just teasing her. I was just teasing teasing Sam. Poor thing, and you were mean, James, because she didn't even know that you were taping her. I know, I know, Cherie. Yeah, <laughs> I was upset. Oh, <laughs> Cherie, your art takes a lot of forms, right? You do you do the music, but you also <laughs> do something extraordinarily creative that most people probably would would never guess. You do, surprise the heck out of me. You do <laughs> chain, really did. You do chainsaw art. That is astounding. Oh, thank yeah, 20 years now. So it's the chainsawchick.com and you can see like a lot of the artwork, uh, a lot of the pieces that you create there. How did how the hell did you get into chainsaw art? Well, like I was saying, you listen to that inner voice. I was on the back of a motorcycle going to the beach, going over Canaan Dune Road to Malibu, and I just happened to pass a couple of guys chainsaw carving at the side of the road. And I just caught a glimpse, but I couldn't get it out of my head. We didn't stop. But for two weeks, that voice, every morning I got up, you got to go back. When I go to bed, you got to go back. And so I put some of my artwork in the trunk of my car and I went up there and I walked into their gallery. And it wasn't like that lumberjack, you know, crude, squared off kind of bear. I mean, bears or what, you know, what you would expect to see. It was... Hmm. Truly fine art, mermaids, beautifully done, gorgeous lines, sanded, just beautiful. And that this voice, because I stood there stunned, first of all. I couldn't believe chainsaw art could look that good. And this voice just said, you can do this. Just like I'm speaking to you right now. And I went, okay. <laughs> and I asked Rio, who owned the place, I said, can I apprentice here? Can you know, and, and he looked at my artwork and he goes, sure. And almost out the gate, I started winning ribbons and, and I couldn't even keep a carving in the place. So, and then I started competing in 2005 and play, placed in a couple major competitions. I stopped competing. Uh, I only competed for one year in three different competitions, but um, it's something that I love. You know, I'm, I can be my own boss. And uh, it's just me in the wood and there's no telephone ringing and there's, it's really, I get to challenge myself. So it's something I love and and I'll do it the rest of my life. So it's, uh, where do you get your inspirations for the, the different, uh, the different carvings that you do? Do you do, you know, commissions or, or or is it, do you just create things that, that, that strike you? Well, I've been commissioned only now for a few years. Um, actually, yeah, I mean, I think the last thing that I carved just mainly for my, for myself was a mermaid I did for my brother's 50th birthday. And that was eight years ago. Yeah, so I'm constantly have orders that I'm feeling I'm doing a cigar story and being right now, which is my first man. And uh, that's a challenge because I've not, I haven't, I've done, I can, I've got women down, you mm-hmm. know, but, but yes, men, you do. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> so uh anyway you know i love a challenge i do a lot of people's pets unfortunately that have passed that i'm kind of you know getting away from that because it just rips my heart to shreds mm. uh to do it but um but otherwise i mean if uh, if you go to chainsaw chick dot com 
And I'm standing, there's a photo of me standing next to this eight foot praying woman in a sarong. There's a little tiny camera icon that says new feature. Click on that. It's because it's a very old site and I have no patience and I don't know how to do sites. Like <laughs> So if you click on that little thing, it'll take you just to albums of everything from Mickey Mouse, and, you know, to uh, I think I've just done just about everything at Santa Claus and his bag of toys and benches and guitars. And wow, I, yeah, did, yeah. I did the furniture for, for the Northridge Chapel at the hospital up here. And, you know, um, and I kind of take you through step by step what I start with and, and, and how I go from there. So it's really kind of fun. There are some really, there are some really formidable uh, statues that you have carved uh, on your gallery. That's just astounding. It really, really is. Well, you've got to click on that new feature because that other stuff on that website is very old. It's 20 years old and I'm, it's a little embarrassing. Actually, <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's great. It's great that I can do something that I really love. Wow. So the way you capture the animals and, and the, the animals and the pets that, that you do, like you, you said, it, people need to go to chainsawchick.com and see this because it's not the typical, you know, roughed out bear with a salmon in its mouth holding the mailbox. I mean, these are, these are, are, are just, these are, are pieces of art that, that uh, are, are really, I mean, they are you drive it by, they really they're, they're lifelike. Um, you you got to love animals uh, to be able to capture, capture their spirits the, the way you do uh, in, in that medium. Uh, what kind of pets do you have in your life? I have two rescues, two dogs, Haley and Layla, who are the loves of my life. I've always rescued um, all my life. And the only way to go. Um, so... Um, and my son, he, he's a huge animal lover. And, you know, I've, I've owned bunnies and I've owned birds, but dogs are really my thing. I just love them. They're just the most precious, wonderful beings on the planet. So uh, what rescue did you, where did you get them from, the rescue? Is it a particular well, rescue you work with? Or, or? Well, the old Chatsworth Pound, I think they've changed it to West Valley uh pound now and they are a kill pound mm. so i always get my dog layla i did get layla from a no kill pound um over in uh, canoda park now you guys are on the east coast yes are you on the east uh, coast detroit mm-hmm. yeah. yeah detroit yes midwest yes. yeah so uh i yes i always go to to uh, a kill pound really i want to make sure that i getting a, right. a, an animal that, that really needs to be saved. Thank you. So the, uh, the, the chainsaw art that you do, it's, uh, it's, it's not for the, the faint of the faint of heart, <laughs> right? You need, it's not just a chainsaw you're going to pick up, uh, at the home Depot, right? Well, the, the actual saw, yes. Uh, but the bar, no, you need a carving bar. Um, and I've got so many different size saws, but it's the carving bars that are very, very important. Um, you know, your standard consumer grade uh, bar is extremely dangerous. And that's when you get a kickback that that'll hit you and do some damage. So you can get carving bars online and um, and you have to get the right chain. And uh, and there you go. And you've got to. Be super careful and know, learn how to concentrate. In fact, I can't even multitask anymore because I have focused so hard on carving and making sure because once you take it off, you can't put it back on. Yeah. Uh, so I can't do two things at once because my mind won't let that happen anymore. I just have to just deal with what's in front of me. And that all comes from 20 years of carving. So you had a you had a little bit of an accident uh, about uh, three four years ago um, while you were carving. I did, I did. I was up on a scaffold, um, and my assistant had been called away for a moment, which was unfortunate. I hmm. I have to blame myself for this because I just needed to get up another couple inches. I was carving the foot of a bear, and he was supposed to be holding the uh, the plank for me 
I don't like this story so far. <laughs> yeah, and all I know, because I do not recall the fall because I was knocked out, mm. but I just remember carving the foot of a bear, and the next thing I know, I open my eyes, and uh, I have ice all over my face, and I'm looking at the uh, my clients who happen to be a retired Cedar sinai trauma surgeon, mm. and he told me I'd fallen, which I did not remember at all but i cracked my skull i i'd done some real damage to the nerves on the left side of my face but i actually from what i hear uh i caught an edge which pulled me forward i fell backwards broke my tailbone on the back of the scaffold and did a flip onto my face with a running chainsaw but i held that saw out straight so that i wouldn't fall i guess i don't know i to be honest, I'm just so glad I don't remember it because I can't even imagine, you know, the kind of fear yeah. I must have gone through. Yeah. But you didn't cut saying, yourself with the chainsaw? No. Oh, oh my goodness. Thank well, God. No, I did not. And they, they had to take the running saw from my hands as I was out cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, no, I just knew I had to keep it away from my body, I, you know. Yeah. But you're, you're healing up from it. Still that? turns. It still turns, even if, unless you lock it. It's still turning. If I fell on it with my hand on the thing, that would not be good. So. <laughs> All right, but you you recovered from that one. You're okay. Absolutely. I'm terrific. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm all back to good. Yes. Well, I got to tell you, I stubbed my toe the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I hate That's that. a pain that doesn't go away for minutes. <laughs> you, you know, no, the worst is when you're kick when you kick a table with your yeah, that that lasts for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that really sucks. Yeah. Man. So, touring touring, you got the hopefully Fingers crossed sometime 2021, 20, 22, you get out on the road for uh, Boulevards of Splendor. What's different about touring like now for like when, you know, you were in your teens? What's what's something that's like totally different? Um, Nicer hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no more Motel 6s. I'm too old for a Motel 6. Uh, yeah. Any- you know what? It's it's still as fun as it was back then. And uh, fans still show up. And I love giving them the music that brings them back like it brings me back to our childhood to, you know, just easier times. I like it. So you did a special release for Record Store Day. Um, they're moving Record Store Day around this year. Are you going to have something special uh, with the release of the album and Record Store Day this year? I don't think so. I think that was a one-time thing. And uh, hopefully we'll just see how, how the record does on download. And then maybe we'll be able to make CDs for people. Uh, that's really up to Blackheart. Right. Awesome. 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 All right. So your website, people can find out uh, about everything you got going on and get their hands on the album. It's just uh, sheriecurry.com, right? S-H-E-R-I-E-C-U-R-R-I-E. Actually, it's actually. I got that wrong. Now you cut out again. She was good. No, it's it's Cherie. C-H-E-R-I-E, not S-H. Yeah. Did I say S? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm sitting here looking at a C. (laughs) I was saying it right. I spelled it wrong. All right. Yes. (laughs) C U R R I E dot com. C H E R I E R I E. C U R R I E dot com. So yeah, you can do and then uh for all the, the crazy wooden fun, uh chainsaw I got that right here in front of me. Yeah. Chainsawchick.com. So both of those. We're definitely keep an eye out for uh for for the music as it's coming down the pipe and uh hopefully uh when you get to hit the road and uh do it live with people. We really look forward to that and we thank you so much for hanging out with us, Cherie. Um Well thank listen, you. if I'm coming to Detroit, I definitely want you guys as my guest. Please. Yes. Yeah, you, you won't you won't be able to keep Samantha away. She is uh, <laughs> she loves them rock and roll shows. You can't you can't keep it's her out. It's killing of them. me not going to any. It's killing me. Sorry, right. Cherie, thanks so much.
Harry, I think she got cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Cool lady. Yep, yep. Ken was there. Very Ken, cool. Ken, no, I'm here. Ken's like her PR. Oh, there it goes. That's it why. just like went out for a second. Yeah. Darn, connection. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, well, you... listen, you guys, stay safe. Yes. Yeah, yes. you too. Please, please. We'll do. And Thank I, you, Sheree. Definitely see. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll see you guys on the other. You got it on the other side for sure. Well, much love to you and thank you so much for the support. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye. Okay, bye bye. Now. Bye. 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 <laughs> Jamie, are you going to play us out with some uh, runaways? Cherry bomb. I actually know that song. I'm not. That's why I said that one. That's why I said that one. Because I know you saw Guardians. I know you did. I'm going to edit some music into it after the fact because Facebook gets really cranky uh, about music um, when you're on. So. Oh yeah. But I'm yeah. I'm going to edit a track. They sent me a couple of a couple of things, and I'm going to edit something in uh, afterwards, and I'll edit it in here. So after the fact, make make sure it's loud. Just make sure it drowns out everything else because that's the way the music should be played. (laughs) I tell you, when I clicked on it, it was like it like. I had the music all, I had the volume all the way up on my laptop and it, it, I was like, Whoa. And it, it really, it uh, blew my face off. It was good. Yeah. So I, I figured I'd get my Detroit hat cause you had your Detroit shirt. I'm like, Oh, we're a couple of tough Detroit guys, right? Yeah. Your cat jumps on your lap and you're petting it like Austin Powers. It's like, <laughs> like, come on, Jamie. I was wishing he'd come back. I don't know where he is. I, well, Colleen, Do I look tough. Colleen, you are, you always look tough, Samantha. Samantha, you, you cannot look tough with those glasses. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I look worse. Oh my with them god! On. So um, that's fun. was talking about uh, uh, fostering, not fostering dogs, but adopting dogs. And right now, if you if you adopt a dog during uh, the coronavirus craziness, Bush Beer mm. will, will give you a, a three months worth of beer <laughs> for adopting a dog. Oh, so cool! Oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, well, for the dog or for you? Um, I think it's for most people. of the shelters are like. <laughs> empty because I think people it's, are adopting during this time really they people are like longing for some yeah pet. apparently like most of the shelters are like empty and people are adopting and everything so that's yeah. cool people need their mutts yeah so that's cool people are adopting now because they're stuck inside and they're like huh what do we do let's get you know the uh did you guys check out her uh uh the chainsaw art yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually it's actually very good oh it's amazing. a lot of that's a lot of this stuff can be kitschy and kind of uh you know, especially living in Michigan, northern Michigan's filled with that kind of stuff. But yeah. stuff is oh, yeah, very definitely. Good. The, the, there's nice. some German shepherds that she did that were just, you know, mind Did you see the killer whales? Yeah. yeah. The killer it's whales wild. And, the, uh, and the dolphins. Like with yeah. a chainsaw, like a giant machine, like, and you make these detailed things. It's so wild. Uh, she made a four foot giraffe <laughs> as well. Just, uh, just, just uh, this year, I believe, she made a giraffe. Just want a little. 12, just I just really want a real stuff. twelve inch giraffe running around. <laughs> Get a miniature. With I need a miniature. Laser beams off coming off its forehead. <laughs> pygmy giraffe is what I, I need. Just a miniature pygmy giraffe. That would be wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> be the dream pet. But yeah, Bush Beer, if you uh if you adopt a dog, you can you can get like a supply of beer. So when she yeah, So Brian, I got a question for you. Okay, the top yeah, question three, three. My top, my, the answer to your question, my top three animals in the world, yeah. sea cucumber, yeah. <laughs> penguins, mm. and giraffes. Was uh, that your question, Matt? Um, close, very close. But um, what is a person to do when they have an animal mm. and you have exhausted uh, walks three, four times a day and the, and the animal doesn't want to go anymore? What can you do to keep that animal active? <laughs> Because you you just you need to keep getting out of the house. Now, are we talking about the dog having a problem, or is Matt having an you issue? You having a problem? <laughs> oh, I need to. I, I really need to get out. I really do. Did your dog hide the pack of smokes under underneath the the mailbox as well, or was that you, Matt? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's no, I just. It's just people are, they're cooped up in their home and they're taking their animals out for, they're taking their dog out for a walk and it's happening three, four times a day. And oh, the yeah, animals get sick of it eventually, aren't they? 
I don't think they'll get sick of it, but I think the, the issue there is uh, after a couple months of doing this yeah. and then you go back to work, <laughs> the dogs are going to be right. like, what the hell, what the man? hell? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Hey, 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 Sorry. Yeah. What about, uh, they had a, I had a, there's an email here. It's, uh, are, are you worried about putting on uh, surgical masks and face masks? Uh, my dog has been jumping up, not touching me because he knows jumping on people is bad, but jumps up when I put my mask on trying to smell my face and see what the mask is. Uh, that could get dangerous, right? Putting this, uh, how do you acclimate your dog to you wearing and other people wearing masks? Yeah, you know, some dogs might uh, get really uh, really weirded out by that. Yeah. You know, they, they, they might actually get a little aggressive towards you. And um, you got to rely a little bit on, on some basic obedience, you know, take the mask off, let him smell it, make sure he knows what it is and, and um, they'll get used to it. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the initial reaction to it could be kind of, uh, you know, the dog's version of what the hell are you do? What is this? Mm-hmm. So um, that that's definitely, uh, you know what? I haven't been wearing a mask and I don't have a dog, so I don't have that issue. But right. um, uh, Matt, are, do you, have you had that issue? Do you wear a mask when you take your dog for a walk? Uh, we don't have a dog presently. Uh, we are not fostering that uh, puppy at this point in time. Oh, I thought you still had it. No, no, I wish we did. Uh, but we are not fostering. We, the, the puppy went back to its owner because uh, mm-hmm. it was time. And uh, I would have the cat. She she doesn't care. <laughs> honey pot, take honey pot for a walk. Yeah, I'll drag her. That that's what will happen. Oh, she doesn't like it outside, or she just cats don't go for walks like that. At least my cat won't. Oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I can see where animals or dogs would uh, be apprehensive about the mask because they don't recognize you. Yeah, right? they smell They don't recognize you, so you have to be very careful and uh, just acclimating the dog to the mask itself. Like you said, sure. let it smell it or what have you. So, uh, how about you, you, Sam? Your parents when they take you for a walk. Um, do you, have you worn a, have you even worn a mask uh, during this whole thing, Sam? Um, I, I, I haven't actually gone anywhere. Really. <laughs> um, I went to the store like once and that was it. Um, I haven't been anywhere else. And then when I go like outside, like to walk or like to ride a bike, I don't get near people. So yeah. I got to imagine. I haven't really gone in public. Everything else is closed. Uh, we usually only have like one person go to the grocery store for us. And then, mm. yeah, I haven't gone anywhere. I've been I got a mask, but for- it's, it's hard to, to breathe. And, and uh, if that, the ball is too tight in your mouth, it doesn't, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't run. I certainly can't run with it. Yeah, chip your tooth. <laughs> yeah. And my other mask, it's like, I have to unzip it to say hi to people and zip it back up. I mean, <laughs> Where do you draw the line with this stuff? <laughs> yeah, what is the safety word? I forgot. <laughs> pineapple. It's always pineapple. It's always pineapple. <laughs> Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> but I had another uh, shutdown, lock-in, uh, like corona quarantine question uh idea thought here uh because as you so much you're doing people are doing everything online right recording podcasts doing radio shows online uh, people are are going to work online people are people are finding, rallying in the streets of the capital finding all sorts of entertainment <laughs> pardon me entertainment online hey what was that cough what was that cough take his temperature, <laughs> take his temperature. <laughs> do i have to stand up and turn around you stay again? over there Yeah. Um, I was choking because I'm laughing at myself. Um, So, but uh, some people are starting to offer virtual dog training versus uh, through Zoom. Uh, So, so Brian, do you think that would be effective as as someone who's trained dogs for years and years? um, Do you think you can, could you share your message uh, through a Zoom meeting with an owner and their dog? I had a similar idea years ago and I was trying to. conduct training classes where I was training people to be trainers. Uh, I was training them to, to train dogs and I, and I thought I'd be able to do it uh, through video or some, uh, I think I was using um, what's the big webinar one that you do. Go to, go to meetings. Web, or... Go to meeting. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't real effective, especially, you know, training is a very hands-on thing and it uh, I found it really, really difficult and, uh, I'm sure with some problems, it'll be, you know, some, it, it'll be kind of straightforward, but um, no, I don't think it's a, a real good medium to, uh, you know, for, for dog training. 
But I guess if you're kind of stuck right now and you need some, yeah, if you, if you, you know, yeah, if you, if you have no choice, then yeah, I mean, but, but uh, uh, so I, I guess you can make some progress. You know what? A friend of mine, his wife is a therapist. Uh, yeah. She's a psychologist. Yeah. And um, he said, yeah, she takes her, she does her Zoom meetings, her, her sessions. She goes to the, uh, you know, she goes to a, another room where she can't be heard by anyone else. And she does, she is continuing, continuing her practice. I, I think that would be kind of weird, but I guess it would work. Right. I mean, yeah. 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 We got another one of the podcasts uh, that records out of uh, podcast Detroit Northville uh, psyched by MG uh, Mary Grace. Um, Mary mm-hmm. Grace, she does her, she does a lot. She's a, a, a professional therapist and she does a lot of her meetings currently with people uh, over Skype and over FaceTime and over Zooms. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Changing. Yeah. A lot of doctors are like doing like, if you need to like go to the doctor or talk to your like therapist or something, they'll do the like the video chat thing. It's like an appointment. See, cool. And follow me if you could. Follow me if you could. You can do that with other humans, but when it comes to trying to do that with an animal, you kind of need to be there to see the animal's reaction, like in real time, and then yeah. take care yeah. of it right then and there. Where you know we will comprehend what's being told us, and then we'll put it to use. Where you have to, you know, do that with the dog all the time. You really can't train virtually, or at least. Really and would the, the dog be able? Would the dog? Wouldn't the dog like get distracted and not look at like the screen? You'd be on a screen. You wouldn't actually be there. I don't think they're gonna look at the screen. I, know, I, that... I think the owner would be running around with you on their yeah, hey. No, look at the phone. Look at the phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think it, I don't think it would work like that, Sam. But um, uh, yeah, it's. I think it would be kind of difficult, but yeah, you can do it. I think it's going to change a lot of a lot of ways that we do. You know, everything from telemedicine to yeah, meetings. Uh, my wife, Lauren, she's, she had 12 meetings today oh my from, God. Her, from her home office. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And yeah. They're all zoom meetings and WebExes and she's going out of her mind with it, but um, they're conducting business. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that. You know, um, a friend of mine, he moved to Idaho uh, and his, he's an engineer, he's in sales and he travels a lot and he, he works from home uh, often. But when he, he moved out, to Idaho a few months ago, they said, yeah, we'll give you six months, but we're going to cut you loose because we don't, you know, you can't work from home, not at this company. I'm wondering if those stances are changing now because it's becoming, um, I mean, everybody's working from home. How can you make the argument now once everybody goes back that now you got to get your ass in the office? I think that's kind of a tough argument to make when people have been functioning and doing well in some cases, you know, uh, from their living room. Or even if if, uh, I'm going in, I'm still wearing my Scooby-Doo pajamas. Yeah, I sold all my stock. I sold all my stock in any companies that make pants. (laughs) (laughs) There, so there. There's my hot stock tip for the day. That's the hot stock tip for the day. All right, I got another. I got another. Personally, this is. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 Matt. Go. I got nothing. No, I was gonna say personally. Personally, um. I, I'm working from home, but my job that I had on a nine to five normally, it was on the road. It was always in front of individuals, in front of large groups. Sometimes um, they actually displaced me and re and reassigned me within the company itself. So I'm not doing the same job that I was before. But when this is over, I will go back to it. So you know, we're all I'm enjoying working from home, but at the same time, I'm getting really uh stir crazy at the same time but and when you, you know when you go back that slurpee machine is going to be really dirty <laughs> it's really going to be dirty yes <laughs> Co- colleen and i were oh, were like man. literally so like <laughs> jumping and and dancing and but just like just like silly dance and just kind of jump in and just, yeah like i don't know what it was yesterday it was like some because of michigan we had 70 degrees a couple of days ago and then yesterday we got uh-huh. like two inches of snow on and off it, you're yeah. losing your shit Jamie. you guys are both losing your shit we, we totally were and so we were we were doing that and it made us feel real good we actually we were laughing and it was nice today. Yeah, crazy people are usually happy. Today's different. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was, yeah. All right. I got another, I got another question here. Another pet question for you. Um, so I, uh, my son has a two-year-old German shepherd. Uh, it's a shepherd mix. 
uh, and he's an excessively barky dog. Uh, he mainly barks at the dog that lives behind us and has become to such a degree that the neighbors are starting to complain. Uh, the dogs can see each other through a chain link fence. My question is, uh, would putting up a barrier so they can't see each other cut down on the barking? We're thinking about a four foot privacy fence along the back of the yard so they can't see each other. Uh, I need help with this problem because the neighbors are complaining. Thanks. My guess is it's not going to have much of uh, effect because it's, it's become a behavior pattern now, right? So even if they can see, you know, between the slats of a stockade fencing, if they could see a little bit of a shadow of the other dog, they're already used to barking. They know where the dog is. They can hear his feet running back and forth. So I think they're, they're, he's still going to be barking. Uh, I think the problem is, you know, now it's becoming a problem. It was probably, probably a problem quite a while ago. I mean, you didn't <laughs> jump on it until, until somebody threatened uh, police action. So, um, uh, but you gotta you you gotta monitor your dog. You know uh, this would be a really good application for a no bark collar, uh, electronic collar. Are those are you know, those that, that, uh, are those cruel? Are those inhumane? Well, there's a, a couple different types. There's one that has a um, there's a citronella spray that uh, that sprays, and th- the combination of the sound of the spray and the, the smell of the citronella and the it's kind of an aerosol, and it's triggered by the dog barking. It's very very effective, and there's no pain involved at all. It's just, it's just not pleasant, you know, and, and it associates the barking with something bad. The dog stops the barking and, um, uh, and you can change that behavior pattern. So that's probably the best thing at this point, something remote that you could use. But even if it's an electronic shock collar, um, there's, there's, I have one of those. Yeah. No. <laughs> you don't just, have a dog though. Those are just for Saturday nights. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear Ford Motor Company is going to be implementing these bracelets that um, they vibrate when you get too close to somebody? Oh, really? Oh, well, for social wait, distancing. Yeah. Will it know with people or only yeah. if you get close to objects too? Or no, no, it's, it's probably a Bluetooth. Bracelet to bracelet? Yeah, yeah, like a Bluetooth oh, bracelet. So if somebody else is wearing. Yeah. It's yeah. like your gaydar. But you know, they can, they can also, um, they're, you know, Apple's already working on a uh, a device that will will kind of it, it's this, uh, what do you call it? biometric uh, it, it tells if you're if you have a fever or maybe if you're coming down with something and it could be used exclusively to tell you which people around you have cooties so <laughs> that's useful why, why are we doing why are we doing the zoom thing when we're all in the same room <laughs> we're not in this oh <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> I want to be in the same room. Yeah, I just step out of frame and I and I go and start rubbing Jamie's back or something. You reach, you reach over and grab Matt's drink. You know, it's like uh... we should have all quarantined together. What are we doing? <laughs> I know. Um, I sent, uh, I okay. sent, uh, I sent headlines to uh, Brian and Matthew in an email. Did you see? Do you have your email? Not me. Do you have your Not email near you, Brian? Uh, let me pull it up right now. No, Sam, you are the one that goes in the cage in the apocalypse. We decided that <laughs> long ago. Before we, we, it was decided well before the apocalypse hit that you would be the one in the cage, Samantha. Um, I go back. It was episode. I don't know what it was. <laughs> go back. But it's there. And change it. It's there. Samantha's the one that goes in the cage. Fact or fiction, you decide. All right, fact or fiction, we have three headlines. Three headlines. Rip. Rip from the news. From the news. Two, (laughs) absolutely true. One, incredibly false, created by me while I was sitting here petting my cat like Dr. Evil. So two are true, one's false. We're going to subject Samantha to trying to figure out which is the false headline. Samantha, are you ready? The false headline. Uh, Matt, I am ready Matt, always. Brian, did you guys find the uh, email? I got it. Yeah, All right. I got it. All right, cool. All right, here we go. Samantha, we got three headlines for you. Which is which is the false fact? All of them. All of them. All right, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, pick one. Okay, uh, first one: coronavirus. Woman put message in window to ask cat's name. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Uh, woman puts 
message in window to ask Kat's name. I saw something online with somebody putting a sign up in their window. But that was an old lady getting beer, I think, right? Wasn't it? Anyway, all right. I don't think it was here. No, Matt. All right, number number two. Yeah, number two. Are you ready? Yes. Two pandas at an empty zoo under coronavirus quarantine finally boned (laughs) after 10 years together. Nope, that's true. (laughs) I read this. (laughs) And the the third headline. My boyfriend told me. (laughs) He showed me and I I was like, what? (laughs) And the third headline is dogs like quarantine less than you think. All right, one more time. Let's roll through those again for Samantha. Less than you think. Yes. Okay, first one. Everybody's commenting on the Facebook post. Look at that. Coronavirus. Woman put message in window to ask Kat's name. Uh, Number two. Two pandas at an empty zoo under coronavirus quarantine finally boned after 10 years together. Uh, And the third one. Dogs like quarantine less than you think. Less than you think. So you think, okay. Okay, so it's the cat one. I know the panda one's true, and then there's the dog one. Okay, what is false? False. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> Aren't you doing you that already? In the chat room, oh right? no! Wait a minute. <laughs> I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask my group chat. No, just kidding. Yeah. I'm in a group chat with like 15 other people, and it is insane. Yeah, I, insane. I love those group chats. Um, yeah, it's an Animal Crossing one. Um. Yeah. I'm going to say the 50-50 shot now. Yeah, that's it. The cat one. The cat one is false. The Brian's. Oh. oh. <laughs> that's not that. That's that's. Oh, dang it. I thought I was right. <laughs> no! It's game over, man. It's game over. No, the, the, the dog. I don't know if it's true or not, but I just wrote the one that said dogs <laughs> like quarantine less than you think. <laughs> Uh, so Brian, what that was one surprised the... me. Yeah, yeah uh, a woman had a had a conversation with her neighbors about their cat by placing signs in their windows to, uh, to stick to coronavirus restrictions. Sean Cosgrove, twenty four, <laughs> said she had long admired the, the black and white cat who lived in the house opposite, but had never spoken to her neighbors. What is she that? had been seeing more of him since the government told people to stay at home and stop the spread of coronavirus. Ms. Cogrove said she decided to put a sign in her window asking his name. Her neighbors soon responded with a sign of their own saying he was called Walter. So there you go. That is a good name for a, for a cat. Wait. Uh, So yeah, that's absolutely true. It totally reminded (laughs) me. Where did you get that sheet? It totally reminded me of ghost. (laughs) <laughs> like holding it's up. called ghost story y'all <laughs> get it get it right <laughs> get your bad <bed>, comedy <laughs> oh, <wait>. <laughs> <laughs> it's backwards <laughs> all right samantha no you're right for us oh it's backwards for me blink sam if if you're under duress blink yeah blink three if i'm under duress what oh <laughs> duress Jeez. if you're underdressed. Matt, tell us about those pandas boning. I can't believe that you're being under under duress. Yes, boned um, in a headline. I thought that would throw you. Yeah, two pandas in an empty zoo uh, under cor- under uh, cor- coronavirus quarantine finally boned after ten years together. <laughs> if being quarantined during the coronavirus pandemic has you feeling a little horny, you're not alone. <laughs> the pandas are doing it too. Two giant pandas at a Hong Kong zoo made it successfully on Monday. For the first time in almost ten years together at the park, staff at the Ocean Park theme or at the Ocean Park theme park and zoo announced female Ying Ying and male Li Li, both fourteen, finally sealed the deal. Around Holy young! Yeah, <laughs> sealed the deal around nine a.m. So it was uh, a, a morning. It was a morning affair. Human like. years, panda years to human years. But we all know, nope, you know, nobody knows that. pandas are notorious. Yeah. Nobody uh, knows that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We've been alive no. on this earth for like years. They get mad when you cut them in half and count the rings. So yeah, that's not good. No, no, that's trees. Oh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> oh. why they get mad when you do it to the pandas. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you don't do that. Don't do that to pandas. Don't do that to any animals. That would be yeah. bad. Don't do that. Yeah. So you, so, so yeah, Samantha, you said people. <laughs> There's the ghost picture. <laughs> oh, they did that. 
the people who made that movie, like the movie studio, they posted those pictures on there, like how we're talking now, like yeah. during. This oh, really? Thing. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. it's funny. I was like, uh. <laughs> Sam, so, um, did you say people were commenting on the chat or on the? Video? Oh yeah, it was on. It was on my. Um, it was on my because I shared it. I did a watch. Par- I shared it on my Facebook, and oh. I did a watch party, and people were just saying hi to me. So oh. I was like, oh wow. Oh, all right. Yeah. Anybody? Um, I don't know if people actually commented to? on the thingy. Do we want to say hi back to anybody? Should we share? Hello, everybody that said hi. Peanut is there. Hi, Peanut. She's upstairs. Hi, Peanut. (laughs) Should we share the Zoom link like we did last time? (laughs) (laughs) One less. Yeah. No. That was my mistake. I don't think. Mm. I don't think my heart. That was. Um, I could probably share it it on Facebook, and I think it would probably be fine because it would only share with my friends. No. 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 Probably not do that. (laughs) Oh, we had a we had a nice, clean, wholesome family episode going here. Let's. Yeah, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep that. uh, Yeah, pandas. That was wholesome. Well, yeah, you know, there were like five or six different stories um, on that panda story. And uh, naturally, Mm -hmm. I picked the one that uses the word horny and boned. (laughs) I'm 12. What do you you want? What do you want from me? Um, All right. Yay, the panda population is coming back. You can always tell one of uh, Jamie's uh, journalism students. <laughs> when they use the word boned in their article. <laughs> All right. So here was a question from on the, on the line. I know dogs dream, uh, but do you think they have nightmares? My dog Mozart was sleeping at the end of the sofa, twitching and growling and kicking and kicking me while he was sleeping. I, I tried to pet him to not wake him up and calm him down. Uh, but it really looked like he was having a terrible, terrible nightmare. Uh, do dogs have nightmares? I think they do. Well, there's no way of knowing, but certainly um, one of the sources uh, of nightmares is um, uh, what you ate, right? So indigestion oh. of some kind, sometimes feeling bad. You know, if you have a headache during your sleep or something, you'll it'll result in a nightmare. So why wouldn't dogs, you know, if they um, maybe got a hold of some bad... Um, I don't know. So, Bad juju. You know the uh, these. Yeah, um, maybe uh, maybe they do. Who knows? So, but yes, yeah, uh, anecdotally, I mean, uh, everybody who owns a dog has seen their dog. You know, uh, the, the tremors when they're sleeping, and sometimes it looks like the dog's having an unpleasant time. But we'll never sometimes know. Sometimes they but, run, guessing, like in their like they'll run like in their sleep. Yeah, it's a little wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. That, but that's also- what Jamie does when he sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do I look like a, just a goofy old man all of a sudden? I don't know. You look like the lobster boy or something. <laughs> you guys all look goofy. <laughs> Brian looks like a thug. Look at him. He's like all. You look like a thug. Thug, is- thug life. <laughs> thug life. Sure, he was probably like. Look at these guys. And then it's like, oh, they're a bunch of silly press. I was doing it for Cherie. Yeah. She's a badass rock and roller from, you know, the badass rock and roll days. She, and she, Jamie had his Detroit shirt. I'm like, I'm going to join this crowd. <laughs> and that's why you turned it off and you came back on. You were like, oh, yeah. 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 Gonna, <laughs> is that even your hat? Oh, it is now. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's my hat. I don't know. It could be crafts or something. I don't know. All right. Uh, what else we got? I think uh, I think we're right about here. Who's bad? I want Wendy's so bad. It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. All right, time Who's for uh, a bad animal joke. You ready for this, Samantha? Yes. No. All right. I don't. I don't have one. You don't uh, have one. What do you What do you call a penguin? Because Brian loves penguins. Uh, what do you call a penguin in the desert? Hot. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Truth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. How are How are a cat and a sentence different? They. I. I don't know. A cat has claws at the end of its paws, and a sentence has a pause at the end of its <laughs> claws. That's oh, my. <laughs> oh, 
That's a good mnemonic device for uh, knowing the difference between a cat and a sentence. I'll always, always remember that, Jamie. Thank yes, because you need to know that to succeed in life. Uh, what's the best way to cook a gator? To, not to. In a crock pot. Uh, God. Hey, hey, Jamie, Sam, I have one for you. All right, what okay. What is black, white, and red all over? A frog in a blender. No, zebra in a blender. A sunburnt penguin. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got lost in the desert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brian, he's tying it together. He's tying have you seen the Have you seen the the penguins right wandering the zoo and discovering the zoo? On the Have you watched those videos where they let the, a yeah. couple of penguins loose <laughs> yeah, to just wander that. the zoo? Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. They're like they're I'd squawking. I haven't they're seen squawking. Yeah, yeah. So that's so that's one of the things. The you know they, the zoos are closed down, so they're just they're letting out like a pair of penguins out to wander. I, it was somewhere. It, it, it might have been like a New York zoo or something did it first, but the Detroit Zoo just did it too. They set mm-hmm. set a couple penguins loose to just kind of cruise around. And, that's awesome. Check things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I want to take the penguins for a walk. Wait, in the I have zoo. one. <laughs> what do you got? You have a penguin? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> I have a joke. Okay, what um, is it? I don't know if this is funny or not. I think it's funny. How did Noah see the animals in the ark at night? How did Noah see the animals in the ark at night? With flood lighting. <laughs> <laughs> love that i do i did too oh my god that was that was fun today i that was that was a good time she's cool samantha how do people find us oh um so we got our website www.animaltalkradio.com brian's face is making me laugh (laughs) okay www.animaltalkradio.com that's our website find all of our website things and then we have our twitter instagram and facebook at animal talk radio that are those are our social media pages um so you can go visit us there and talk to us do whatever um and then we have our merch site wearingfunny.com you can go buy some merch yeah it's working like a charm i've sold like 40 shirts this week wait really they weren't Animals are shirts, though. I made oh. one for I made one for an old Detroit uh, bar. Well, I made two. I made well, Todd's. Uh, you sold forty of them, though. Yeah, 40, 40 Todd's shirts sold, and then uh, there was a Menjo's one up there too. Oh shoot! I didn't give you that thing. What? <laughs> There's a Menjo's shirt up there. Yeah. I remember Todd's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, way back machine there. Yeah. Did yeah. you buy forty, or did other people buy forty? No, no, other people. Other, yeah, I didn't wow. buy. I didn't buy one yet. No, so. Make that forty-one. I'm going on oh, the set right now. I'm selling. I'm going to be selling prints. Oh, are you? Yes. So stop the presses. I'm poor. Stop um, the presses. All right, Samantha, tell us about selling prints because we've been oh. we've been pushing for you to do this. Prints oh, yeah. of what? Photos um, of your feet? Yes, my feet. <laughs> yes. Oh no, they're just going to be. Concerts. It's just going to be a yeah. My concert pictures is just going to be a small run, but they're only blank photos because I know a lot of my my followers that I have. Uh, are very big Blink fans, and a lot of people have been asking for them. Um, so I'm only gonna do uh, I'm gonna do six different photos, um, ten of each. So that's only sixty. It's really small, I know, but I just I just want to do something small because I don't think that they would all even sell. Um, but so I announced it on my page, and people said that they wanted to buy. Yes. and I haven't put out the link yet. I'm still trying to get the payment thing all to the... work out for me. Small thing. So you, so I can't, I can't help but hear that song in my head whenever I hear Blink One Eighty Two. I'm, I'm so happy, Sam. I, I just say you, you got to do this. Yeah, I asked uh, Mark, the bass player, if I could do it. Like, if it was cool, he said it was cool. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I would reach out to the other bands too that you have some stellar shots for Mm -hmm. and say, hey, you know, I'm starving here. Do you mind if I, it's, uh, you know, give me permission to shoot your show? But um, it's just. I feel like this is a good time to do it. And also like we're kind of like uh, separated from each other. And I feel like getting something in the mail would be really cool. Cause I was going to sign them too. Cause if somebody asked me to sign them for them, I was like, okay, well maybe I'll sign like in the corner. And then I was going to um, do like the hand. I was going to hand number them yeah. like one out of 10 or like two out of 10, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, absolutely. You should absolutely do that. Samantha. 
I'm so, yeah, so I I'm think so excited cool. about that. So what uh, is it going to be on your photography site? It, right? What's the what's yeah, the name? Yeah, it's going to be on my website. What's your samisrocking.com? Samisrocking.com. Yes, right, I'll put had, it on like Facebook and like uh, Instagram and whatnot. We had to, we had to stop the presses on that one because I'm uh, I'm so excited about that. Samisrocking.com. Yes, that's yeah, so, me. So we'll we'll drive the masses there with this. Oh, right? thank you. No, Samantha, I'm proud. It's uh, thank you. It's uh, you should. And uh, I, I hope it goes really, really well for you. You've made your three stepdads very happy and proud. <laughs> I think we should start. We should, I'm going to stop the recording and I'm going to restart it. And just uh, we'll start a new podcast today right now called My Three Stepdads. Yes. And then you get to three, use, three you, you get dads to ask and a baby. Each of us a question that we answer uh, and steer you through life. But the thing is, you have to do what we you, te- you, uh, you we tell you. Man, that's a great premise, Jamie. But the second, but, but the second question is, you can ask us anything, and we have to answer it honestly. <gasps> hey, can we? Can okay, we, I want to do it. Can we follow her around with the, with the drone camera and make sure she she does what we tell her to do? Yeah, see, that's the thing. It'll be our, like a. <laughs> we'll be like release truth, the video of like you doing the thing, dare. yeah, and then we'll yeah. talk about it yeah. after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Great idea. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first. That's it. All right. We're gonna. <laughs> you wrap. heard it here first. Don't steal our idea. Word Copyright. It. Copyright. Copyright. All right. Uh, so that's it. Uh, Till next time. Please have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs> <laughs>